Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back for another episode of the Bonus Life Podcast. With me, your host, LaCreche Mace, the Bonus Mom Coach. And I am so excited to bring another episode here with you guys this week as we discuss self-care and mental health. So I'm not going to hold you any further. Let's get on into it. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to today's podcast episode where we'll be discussing the importance of self-care and mental health, especially since the month of May is recognized as Mental Health Awareness Month. And it's important that we take some time to reflect on our mental health and emotional well-being. First, it's important to understand what self-care is and why it's so important Self-care is an activity that we do deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. It can be as simple as taking a bath, going for a walk, or practicing, um, you know, meditation. You know, some people may do meditation, you know, having your talks with God, however that may be. Or also for myself, I love to journal. I love to write down my, uh, put on my worship music and just write down my thoughts that I'm hearing from God and just have that time with him. So, you know, that's what I do. And also self-care is not selfish. It's important to prioritize our own well-being in order to be able to care for others. You know, that's something being a bonus mom, that's something that I had to learn how to do because I was going all in. I was going all in for my family, all in to show everybody like, hey, I am here. I want to be a part of the family. I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to show you that I want to be a part of this family. And I put a lot of my things and what I wanted to do on the back burner. And it can, you know, cause you to be overwhelmed. It can cause a lot of resentment. So um, I definitely advise to practice that self-care. And, you know, I did talk about, I'm not sure if I haven't talked about, you know, Um, me having a stroke and how I really, really had to learn how to start prioritizing my mental health and my self-care. I had to learn how to say no to things and learn how to put my mental health first, because how am I going to take care of my children, take care of my husband, my parents or anyone, you know, if I'm not good first and putting yourself on the back burner can do yourself more harm than good. So in terms of, you know, mental health, it's important to recognize that mental illnesses are common and treatable. You know, after having that stroke, that is something that I did experience. I experienced um, anxiety. That's something I've never experienced before. And it felt like, you know, I don't know if it, it kind of felt like PTSD, you know, sort of, because anytime I would just feel a trigger or anytime I would just think about the stroke, I would just start to hyperventilate. I would even have moments where my husband, I wake up out of my sleep and I'm hyperventilating and my husband would have to hold me, you know, we have to say prayers and, and I would calm down. I've never experienced that before. And it was just a trigger that, you know, it became so overwhelming. So definitely I had to speak with a therapist. God and a therapist is good or God therapist and a coach. 
whatever you need to do to make sure that you are your best self for yourself and for everybody else. Very important. You know, if you or someone, you know, is struggling with mental health, definitely, like I stated, you know, seek professional help. It's the best course of action. You know, mental health professionals can provide support. They have treatment. They definitely have resources to help manage, you know, the symptoms and your overall well-being and definitely offer you a lot of improvement. You know, in addition to seeking that professional help, you know, there are some steps that, you know, we can take on our own to to promote mental wellness. You know, basically getting enough sleep. That's something that I did struggle with. Eating a nutritious diet. Okay. (laughs) That is definitely one that I did, you know, prior to my stroke did struggle with. Well, I did work out, but I didn't eat the best. And of course, sleep was something like what sleep? Okay. I was getting a few hours and I felt like, oh, okay, I'm good. I can, I can handle this. Definitely staying active. You know, I love to work out, you know, after having my stroke, that is something that, and I was able to, once I went through rehab, of course, and, you know, started speaking with my therapist and God and journaling, you know, I got back out in the gym and I joined, you know, club cardio. That is my favorite gym, you know, besides doing it at home, you know, if you guys are in the Raleigh area, definitely check out club cardio, um, fitness bar, awesome full smoothie bar. And of course you can also do it virtual, you know, um, virtual is awesome too, doing everything at home and you're going to love it. You're going to love the vibe, the people it's awesome and practicing mindfulness and maintaining those social connections, you know, with Um, being mindful, what is a trigger for you? You know, what is something that, you know, is like, okay, I'm, that's going to basically heighten my anxiety. You know, some people may, you know, see people that they know that did, that caused the trauma to them. So when they see them, it is a trigger. Sometimes with people, it can be a song, it can be a smell, it can be food. You know, you have to, um, you know, put up those boundaries and understand, you know, and be mindful of the things that will cause or heighten those, um, anxiety triggers or just mental illness triggers that, that come with it. And, you know, having those social connections is very important. You know, having those people that are in your corner that support you, that can uplift you and understand your triggers and know how to, help you along if you're going through, you know, I had a friend that, you know, was my first time experiencing a, you know, um, a panic attack. And I was just like, you know, what do I need to do? (laughs) You know, that's like one of those moments where you see a woman going into labor. Like that's the first thing everybody do. Everybody says, do I need to boil some water? So (laughs) I've seen on TV shows, but you know, and just seeing your friend go through that, I just wanted to be there and say, Hey, what do I need to do? How can I help? you know, I'm calling on God, praying, what do I need to do? Get you to a place. And she was able to guide me to help her. Like, Hey, just hold my arm. Let's get to a place. Let's have a seat and just, you know, just sit there with me while I take my deep breaths. I said, I'll take them with you. If you need this, like this Lamaze class, whatever you need to do. So having those social connections with people that understand your trigger, understand what you're going through and want to help you through, through them. And also those friends that can recognize, okay, you know, like everybody says, check on your strong friends, 
you know, check on those people that are always saying that they're good and always are there for everybody else because behind closed doors, you know, they could be going through it mentally. You never know what people are going through, you know, and I saw a picture where they had, um, some celebrities on there that have passed with, you know, due to, um, mental illness and, you know, the caption was, this is what mental illness looks like. And what they were doing was smiling in each of the pictures. Everybody in that picture was smiling. So a lot of people hide behind that. So definitely just check on your strong friends. Like, hey, are you okay? People you haven't talked to. Hey, I'm just checking in to make sure you're good. I'm one. I love to do that for people. I love to check in like, hey, you all right? I'm just testing you to check in to make sure you're okay. How's your day? How's your week? Okay, be blessed. I may let another week go by. I love to do check-ins with everybody. I love to do that in my bonus mom community. You know, I love to have clients, of course, but I love to check in with my bonus mom community because where are you at mentally? You know, you're going through your blended family um, issues that you may be having, those joys, and you have those challenges and then you have your individual issues that you're going through. So how are you mentally? That's so important to me. Going through my stroke and having that issue and just having a better relationship with God is making and showing me. And of course, having a therapist and a coach definitely has put my mindset in a different space. So I definitely make sure to have those great social connections. And a couple more ways to basically prioritize that step, that self-care. You know, I did talk about, you know, meditation that some people may do, having that time with God, spending that alone time, meditating on his word. Um, I said journaling. Also, you know, set those boundaries and communicate, you know, your needs with your partner and your bonus children. Going into the relationship, especially in a blended family, like I said, sometimes you can lose yourself. So you have to communicate with your partner. Let them know like, hey, I, I, I really need some alone time. You know, I really need some time for me. And I just, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Can you help me with the kids? I understand that I came in as you know, I'm your partner. And of course I'm their bonus parent, but I feel like I'm doing a bulk of the work and you're just being you. So I just need to have you to help, right? Cause you are, are their parent. So I just need you to step up like you've done prior to me even being in the picture. So I don't get overwhelmed. I need that time because sometimes some bonus moms are thrown into, not necessarily thrown into, but they are becoming full-time parents. And this is something that they may have never experienced before. So communicate your needs to your partner and also set those boundaries. And boundaries can even, you know, it can be with a partner. It can be with your family. It can be with in-laws. It can just, it can be with anything. You have to set those boundaries and not continue to be that yes person. It's okay to say no Because if you continue to say yes, sometimes, you know, yes can be like, oh, you know, you're so nice. You're so sweet. 
And then it can also be taken advantage of. And then it can become a given. Or it's just like, well, we don't need to ask. We'll just do. And they'll be okay with it. And then you just start to have a lot of resentfulness towards people. So you don't want to get that way. And, you know, like I said, take care of yourself, you know, physical and exercise and definitely, definitely connect with other bonus moms for, you know, that support and understanding. I do have my bonus mom community where, you know, I love talking with the ladies. We, I love connecting. We have our monthly check-ins where we get in on Zoom. You know, it's a private community for bonus moms you know, so they can just come in and they're going through, they may need to vent. They just need some support and need some encouragement because every blended family dynamic is totally different. So what I may have experienced or going through may not be what the next bonus mom is going through, but we're definitely there, you know, of course myself to help her and to come up with, you know, a solution to, show her how to, you know, tackle that issue from a a different end. And so, um, you know, definitely, you know, getting back to the mental health of everything, you know, if you, like I said, if you know someone is struggling, definitely try to try to talk with them about getting help, you know, and, and seeking that and making sure that, you know, they know that mental health is very important and, they need to make themselves a priority. So it's important to, you know, remember that it's not just about mental health, that physical health is important. And you got to prioritize that daily, whether that's taking walks. I love to take walks. Now that the weather is breaking, definitely, definitely walks, morning, lunchtime, evening. If you can't make it to the gym, definitely taking a walk is awesome. My neighbor also gave me one of those little things where if I'm sitting at my desk, I can pedal. It's like a like an elliptical, so to speak. And um, I love it. So, and I, I'm glad that he thought a lot of me because he's an older gentleman. And he says, you know, tell my husband, I see your wife out there working in the garage. This is better for her feet, even though I have mats and everything down. So I ordered one and they sent me two. I said, well, look at God. Okay, see how he be coming through. So, you know, make sure to take care um, of yourself physically, you know, by taking care of ourselves and seeking the help we, you know, when needed, we can improve our overall, overall well-being and lead um, those happier and healthier lives. So, you know, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode on self-care and mental health. Remember to prioritize your own well-being and you know don't hesitate to seek help if you or someone you know that's struggling so um i definitely you know want to invite you you know bonus moms out there if you're going through or you just need a safe space to connect with other like like-minded bonus moms definitely don't hesitate to click the link to join my private bonus mom community so we would love to have you And also, I am definitely going to put the link there for my um, free journal, right? It is 21 Days of Me. I love that journal. I wanted to create something, you know, of course, for my bonus moms out there who are maybe just starting their journey within their journey or wherever they are. Definitely wanted to get this out to them. You know, they say, you know, research says what it takes 21 days to form a habit after completing the same 
continuous tasks daily. So let's put that to the test. As we start May, you know, like I said, don't hesitate to download my free journal and practice those 21 days of me, where it's 21 days of just you and God and definitely um, having that time with him and being grateful just for yourself and everything around you. So, you know, don't hesitate to grab that. And also I am definitely hosting my first bonus mom social, right? Yay, yay, yay. So the bonus mom social. So if you're in Raleigh, um, it is an event. It's going to be at the um, Relish, which is an awesome brunch spot. Um, you know, we're going to come out, meet, have some brunch, you know, and connect and build a community here. You know, even if you're not in Raleigh, are you more than welcome to travel? You know, we would love to have you. I would love to have you. I would love to meet you. You know, just wanting to connect with other bonus moms in the area. And also, I know May is also Mother's Day and it's also Stepmother's Day. A lot of people don't know that. They don't think it's a real holiday, but it is. So I definitely, you know, wanted to, you know, do something to um, just celebrate with those moms that, you know, may not have children. You know, like I said, I was a childless bonus mom when I started this journey. And those Mother's Days, of course, the child is going to spend time with their mom. You know, if their mom, you know, is, you know, in their life, life or, you know, what have you. So those Mother's Days can, you know, can get lonely because, you know, you do those things with the children. You love them like their children. But of course, they have to spend time with their their mom. And, you know, you may want that love. Of course, you know, your spouse may show you love or, you know, you may spend time with your mom. But, you know, sometimes those Mother's Days can get can get sad. So I definitely want to um, show appreciation to those bonus moms out there and just all get together for um, this bonus mom show social, you know, I ain't gonna hold you long like the pastors say, and just get together and fellowship, eat some good, good brunch, um, and just fellowship and meet each other. There will be a giveaway basket. So definitely I would love for you to attend. If you would love to come text the word RSVP to 833-229-9294. Be sure to include your first and last name because there is limited seating that I have set to the side. And so, um, yes, like I said, if you do, if you or you know someone that's struggling and, I, you know, if you do need some also some more um, self-care tips, please don't hesitate to, you know, reach out. My email also will be there. And um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I pray you guys have a blessed day whenever you listen to this podcast. I pray that your May may bring overflow, may, may bring breakthrough and may bring many, many blessings. So. That's it. Y'all be blessed.